Okay, so today we're going to review the Kutisikas Chelik test, and this is the Sikha base, the second Sikha in, 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 in that volume, Chelik test, Propashas Kiseitse. Now, one of the mitzvahs in the Parshas Kiseitse talks about a divorce. And the Rebbe brings down various different, you know, uh, aspects of the halachas, the way uh, a get is written, the way divorce, the whole ideas. But all of this thing leads the Rebbe really to discuss the relationship between a Yid and Hashem, which has been compared to a husband and a wife. And the Rebbe brings down various different... Um, various different, uh, you know, aspects of it. Um, and at the end, but I guess, uh, and the Rebbe brings down uh, the, uh, how the strong relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and a Yid is, uh, is even at the time that we're in Golos, that it seems like we are estranged from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like we're divorced, and yet we're connected. The Rebbe actually brings out even more than that. He says that, the real relationship, the real connection to Hashem, we can actually mostly sense in the time of the Golos, because we see that notwithstanding that in a revealed way, we are uh, estranged from Hashem, but yet uh, we're still, uh, still connected. That means that our connection is a very, very deep connection, that notwithstanding the revealed level, we are still uh, connected to Hashem. We'll see inside. Okay, but first, so the Rebbe says that in this week's portion, we talk about the idea of a get, of a divorce. What is the purpose of a get? A get is that cuts the ties between a woman to her husband. But the Torah refers to a get, uh, Torah calls it a Sefer Christus, a book a safer that cuts. Uh, now, the fact that it's called Sefer Christus, we find two extreme opposites. On one, on one hand, because the Torah calls it Christus, a cut, so the get must be written in such a way that it should not have any conditions that should leave any sort of connection between the husband and the wife. So like you can't have a condition in there, okay, you can be divorced, but for the rest of your life something, and you no, know, so then that means that she's still tied to you in one way. The get has to be cut. It has to be a clean cut, totally cut away. That means, it means It has to be something which totally separates them. So on one hand, that's Christus. Christus means to cut off. But on the other hand, why we call it a safer? So from this we learn that number one, a get requires shirtut. You know what shirtut is? When you have a safer Torah and a mezuzah, you know you don't put the lines with a with a pen or something, but you engrave in the parchment. You make clear lines. You actually use a ruler and you engrave so the lines are straight. That's called shirtut. Shirtut is a line an engraved line, so when you write, you write on the line of the shirtut, you have straight lines over there. So a Sefer Torah needs shirtut. The fact that the Torah calls it a Sefer Christus, so we know that it needs shirtut. Another thing we learn, that it has to be 
which means the column has to be longer than wider. Just like a Sefer column is narrow and long, which means the long side is taller than the width, a get also has to be meet that qualification, just like a Sefer uh, and then um, and, and then we see that what that, so okay so we have two aspects in which we learn from the law of Torah what is the whole concept of Torah so the Rambam says the Rambam which is a very clear precise what does the Rambam say he says that in, in, in the Mishnah Torah, Rambam writes that Kol nitno the Torah came to bring peace to the world, bring about unity. So here we have a strange thing. It's a Sefer, but it's Christus. You know, it's supposed to be like a Torah, which is unity, and then it cuts off. Furthermore, we learn from the word Sefer that the whole get from the beginning to the end needs to be written on one piece of parchment. Like the Torah we have, you write it on several columns. You got to have several pieces of parchment. You sew it together. But by the get, you have to have only one piece. You can't have it on two pieces. You can't sew it together. The reason is because the Torah said, Sefer, Sefer Echon Dom Rechmona, must be on one. This is such a halacha of unity that it has to be one piece that we don't find it even in a Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah is made up from many different pieces and you sew it together. So, this is the extreme that we find the two opposites. On one hand, it's a cut off totally and then it's also called a Sefer. So this is one of the ideas the Rebbe is going to discuss how to get with the Eberster really has both of these in your Noise base, the Rebbe brings out that these two extremes we also find with the number of lines which they write in a get. So we also learn this from these two words together. It says Sefer Christus. It's the Sefer that's cut up. Which means like this. The fact that a get is called Sefer Christus, that brings about this custom that in a get there shall be 12 lines. Because that's the same amount as the 12 lines that interrupt between the four chumashim of the Sefer Torah. You know, we have five chumashim, right? How do we know what a chumash is in the Torah? Because between each chumash, between the chumash of Reishis and Shemois, at the end of the parsha Vayichi, we only count the three svarim of uh, between uh, the fourth word between Breshis and Shmois, there's four lines between Shmois and Vayikra, there is four lines, and between Vayikra and Bamidbar, there is four lines. So it's three times four equals 12. We don't count the separation between Bamidbar and Dvarim because that's Mishnah Torah, and that's not counted as separate. Actually, the Rebbe points out in the Hara, that's actually the reason why it shows on the unity of the, uh, while there's a cut, but there's still unity. So safer Christus means it should be a safer like the Christus in between the Parsha 
in the Sefer Torah. That's the Shira Hefsek, which is the Sefer Torah. That's what we learn from the word Sefer Christus. So that idea also we see, not only is it an uh, interruption and uh, a split between the Torahs, but this is also a unifying, because notwithstanding the fact that it's a separation between Chumash and Chumash, but it's still one Torah, and especially the first four Svarim, over there, that Moshe Rabbeinu said it in the name of Hashem, as opposed to Devarim, okay, maybe that's a little bit different, because that Moshe said it in his own, but the first four were said by Hashem, right? So you have lines of Christus, but Christus of a whole. Somehow, you see that this cutting off already has also a connection. So, the Rebbe says like this, so the Rebbe says like this. The Rebbe says this idea that there is a unifying aspect in Get, even though it needs to cut, is also ex, uh, is the connection uh, that we have Girushin and Kedushin, between divorce and Kedushin. Um, what is the uh, idea and the goal of Kiddushin is that they become, as the verse says, they become to one one flesh. And what is the idea of Girushin? Is Christus. That it's separated, it cuts between him and her. So, technically, Gitin and Kiddushin are just opposite, right? Kiddushin is what? Is bringing together, making one, and again, Girushin is splitting, separating, right? So yet, we see something very interesting, that the halacha of Kiddushin, how does one Mekadish, how does one betroth a woman? So the Mishnah says right in the beginning, there are three ways, you can acquire Betroth a woman with three ways. Bekesef, by giving her money or a ring, whatever we give today. Today we only do by ring. That's the only thing we do today. But the Mishnah says there's other ways. Then there is Bishtar. Bishtar is a document. You write a document. Ubebiya, and by them being together. Where do we know these three things to acquire the acquisition? The betrothal of a woman through these three things we, le- we learn them from the verses which are written in the Psukim of Girushin. So we're learning out Kiddushin from the p- verses of Girushin. How so? How do we know uh, the uh, money that you betroth a woman, Nishnev, with money? How do we know that you betroth a woman by being together with her? Is That comes from the Pasik. That the Torah is talking about if a man is married to a woman, when he doesn't find favor in his eyes, then he should divorce her. So we learn kesef, the money we learn kiyikach, that he will acquire. Acquiring, the Gemara learns out, is through kesef. And then be from Ba'ola, because it says he'll be with her, we learn from Ba'ola. So these are two psukim of two of the ways to acquire a woman from the Pasuk, they're written actually by when the Pasuk is talking about divorce. And also the same thing, Ishtar, we learn out 
How do you know that you can give a woman a document saying, oh, you are betrothed to me, and you give her that piece of document, and then she becomes betrothed to you? That will, Of course, she has to agree to it. We'll talk about that later also. But we're talking about that's the procedure of how do the acquisition, how does the connection made between the husband and the woman, the betrothal, it's done to one of these three ways. This girushin is learned out from the Yotzeva Hoysa. The Torah says she will leave and she will be, become, in other words, the Gerushin, and then she will get married to another person, the verse says there. So we learn out Makishavilitsia, so the Torah puts them together, and just like Mayitsia Bishtar, Afavinam Bishtar, just like when she leaves her husband, there is a get that she goes out, so also comes in is through Ashtar. So without going into all the exact specifically, there's one thing clearly from where do we know the laws? how a woman is betrothed, how a man acquires a woman when she becomes his bride. He becomes betrothed. From where do we learn it out from where? We learn it out from the Pesukim and Gedushim. Seems a little strange. Why would we learn out the laws of Kiddushin that brings people together from the, law, from, the, from the laws of divorce? That's the way we find it in the Pesuk. Uh, in the Pesuk, in the Torah we find the three ways uh, they were placed in the portion of Gerushin, notwithstanding that they're opposites. And the same thing is we find in Torah Shabalpeh, in the Gemara, in the Oral Torah, uh, in the, and, or in the Mishnah. So in the end of the tractate, of the tractate Gitten, is something which speaks totally against divorce. What is the end of the Mishnah? What is the Mishnah, the last Mishnah in the tractate that the tractate of Git, the tractate of divorce? It says like this: Beishamai Oimrim, Beishamai say, Lo yigarish Odom es Ishtoi, Aleimke Motzabo Dover Ervo, Tvar Ervo. A man shall not divorce his wife unless he found something promiscuous in her. That's the opinion Beishamai. So what does that mean? No, don't divorce, right? So the Gitna were saying at the end, we're finishing up Gitna by saying, no, no, don't divorce. Unless it's extreme, but don't divorce. And even a Lloyd Basilo, now Basilo disagrees over there, and he says that a person is allowed to divorce his wife, even she did something, she didn't do anything big. She burnt his food. <laughs> So that's already a reason according to Basila. But the Gemara says, the Gemara stipulates this only applies at the second marriage. But by the first marriage, even Basila are of the view, as the Gemara concludes there, that, that anybody anybody who divorces his first married wife, even the Mizbeach, sheds tears for them. That means that's how bad it is. A person shouldn't divorce his wife. So therefore, it says, It means that a person should not, find, not divorce his wife unless he found something terrible. Furthermore, even then, it says, even in that case, we say that it shouldn't be hastily to divorce his first wife, should make a good 
uh, investigation, maybe he won't need two divorces. This is quoted from the Chalkas Mechaikiv. So basically, so what did the Rebbe say here? The Rebbe says here that the strange thing is, in the Torah we find that the Psukim of Kiddushin are placed, that the laws of Kiddushin are learned from the Psukim that deal with Girushin. And in the Gemara, in the Gemara Girushin, where it's supposedly talking about divorce, the Gemara says you shouldn't be divorcing. Uh, here we mentioned about that in the end of Meseches Gitin, uh, the Gemara discusses a matter which is against Gerushin. But this, the Rebbe says, is not only in the end of the tracted Gitin, but this is also in the beginning, Amevi get me Medina Sayyam. Very strange. The Mishnah starts, the Mishnah Gitin, talks about over there, it says, the Din, it says, Hamevi get me Medina Sayyam Chulu. Over there, the Mishnah is talking about a person, the, the Rebbe is going to explain this all in Abedis Hashem phenomenally, what does it mean, I may be getting the Nisayam in the relationship between Hashem and the Yid. But, that's, but now we're learning in the Pashata meaning of the Mishnah. So what does it say in the Mishnah? It says, one who brings a get from overseas. So let's say a husband wants to divorce his wife. But let's say she is uh, uh, lives in uh, in Arsisro. And let's say the husband lives in Chutzlarts, right? So the husband can't, wants to divorce his wife, but he can't go to there. He has to give her a divorce. He has to give her a get. That's how she's going to be divorced. So how does he divorce her? So he asks a shaliach, he takes an agent, he says to him, here, I'm giving you the document, the get, I'm giving you the get, I'm giving you that paper, the, 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 the divorce document, and you go bring it, to my wife who lives in Eretz Yisrael. So the Mishnah says that when he comes to Eretz Yisrael, he has to say, that I seen this document be written and I seen it signed. That's the testimony of the Shaliyah who's bringing the get. He said, I saw it when I was there I brought, I saw it written, the Gemara has a whole, it's a whole big discussion of why we do this, all these details. But that's not exactly what we're going to go into the details, why we do that. But this is the very opening of the first halacha of the Mesechus Gitten. So the Rebbe said this is not real, totally not understood. In Gitten there is many, many laws which apply to the main part of the get. First of all, we have to know how the get is made, how you organize the get, how you have to write it, how the husband needs to give the divorce to his wife, etc. That's already details. Details is how the get is made up and how it's given to the wife. And even before that, we have to now, we have to first discuss whether a person should be giving a get or not. We talked about, like we brought in the end of the Mishnah, that Motzabar was Dover. He found something uh, promiscuous. Or, if he just doesn't like her, he's a lot of divorcing. Now, that halacha 
even though that's not talking about the get itself, but still we understand uh, this should be an introduction. Why? Because if, if, if he's not allowed to give a get, uh, then there will, he will not have to write a get. So first we should talk about the situation when should one have a get for his wife. That's the first thing we should talk. And then we should talk about how the get is written. Because he may not have to do a get altogether. And then there are further halachas who is kosher to bring a get. Can have a person who is incapable of bringing a get. He's not qualified, he can't bring a get. So those are already side details. Because they're not the divorce itself. It's only a question who can bring the get. Who's allowed? Who's, who's qualified to bring the get? And they don't apply to every get. That only applies to a get that you have to, you're sending through an agent. And amongst the laws of shlichus, there is a halacha that if the shlich is bringing the get from overseas, from Dina Sayyam, then he has to say the words before Nanichta, before Nanichtam, I've seen it written, I've seen it signed. Which this halacha is a one detail in the whole idea of shlichas, of the sending an agent in Gerushin. And it's not something which is common, it's uncommon, because in most of the cases, the husband and the wife is in the same place, or at least they're a close distance. Uh, but the husband should be overseas. It's not something common. Why does the Mesechta Gittin begin specifically with a maybe get me Medina Sayyam? Somebody brings a get from overseas, which is number one. So let's go through what we just said. First of all, it's a detailed halacha, and it's amongst the laws of shlichus, of sending somebody, an agent, by Gerushin, and it's not by the get itself, and it's something which is not common. That Rabbeinu HaKodesh, the one who authored, Rabbi Yudha Nosid, Rabbeinu HaKodesh, he chose, amongst all the dinim of Gittin, to begin the Mesechet, when I maybe get me in Hayam, because the entire cause and the beginning, why does divorce begin in the inner meaning of divorce, is Medina Sayyam. Because you're overseas. The Rebbe is going to explain it in the Ruchnis, that the reason why a Yid is divorced from Hashem is because he's far away, he's overseas. Overseas is a place where you can't even get with an animal. You can't get by foot, you can't get by animal. That means that represents a very far place of exile where you are. And the fact that you're very far, that causes you to be divorced from Hashem, as the, the Rebbe will explain. Which over here we also see that within Gittin, it's placed also the opposite of divorce. In other words, we're saying to you that the only reason why there is the divorce is Medina Sayyam. But if it's not if it wasn't overseas, well, then there would be no divorce. That's why he brings it out and says it's, it's because it's Medina Sayyam. And this expresses itself that in the end of the Mesechta, in the Mishnah, the portion of the Mishnah, over there we talk is saying, Lo yigarish odom alimke A person should not divorce his wife unless he finds something Christmas something promiscuous, 
Although, as said, the Mesechta should have started with this Mishnah. No, because Rabbi is trying to hint us that after everything is said and done, and the entire tracted Gitin, the foundation is as loyi Gadish, one should not divorce. That's why he finishes up with that. So he starts off with the excuse that it's Medina Sayyam, and he says loyi is Gadish. So now what's it all going on? A lot of nice words here, but how do we explain this all? So here the Rebbe goes on to explain, and I say, to explain all the above. A man and a woman below, with all details, are similar. And they are, come from, so to speak, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Knesset Yisrael. And that's why it's called Ishvi Isha. They're all called Ishvi Isha. A man and a woman. So, so is also the idea of Kiddushin and Gerushin. Why do we have Kiddushin and Gerushin by a man and a woman below? This is associated with the concept of Kiddushin and divorce, or similar to divorce, so to speak, because as we'll see, the Abishta never really divorces us. So that's why we're just saying similar to divorce, so to speak, that is takes place between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Knesset Yisrael. Between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Jewish people. During the time of Matan Torah. So then there was the time when Hashem was the Kiddushin, Hashem betrothed us. And as we say in the bracha of the mitzvah, we say, Asher Kiddushanu B'mitzvah Yisof. He betrothed us with his mitzvahs. Kiddushan, who comes from the lotion of Kiddushin, betrothal. And then later on, during the time of exile, then we're like divorced. We were married to HaKadosh Baruch Hu by Matan Torah. And then we are divorced. And the Gemara says that in Sanhedrin, the Gemara says when the Ebishter came to complain to the Yidden, why they're not doing what they're supposed to. So the Gemara says, Tshuva Nitzachas Yeshiva Knesset Yisrael L'Novi. The Novi was telling them, how come they're not rebuking them, why they're not following the Shem? They gave a uh, correct answer. A convincing, and Tshuva Nitzachas, a convincing answer to the Prophet. What did they say to the Prophet? A woman whose husband divorced her. Does the husband have any complaints to her anymore? Does he have any... Why is Hashem complaining to us if Hashem gave us a divorce? He sent us away and goes. But this is not understood. What does this really mean? The halacha by a get is that in order that when you give a get, there should apply the gerushin, that she should become divorced, the get needs to leave the possession, the, the domain of the husband, and it has to come to the domain of the woman. He, it has to leave him, and it has to come to the woman. But here we have a difficulty in the idea of this divorce between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Knesset Yisrael. 
Abishai gave us a divorce. Since Hashem is everywhere, so it's not, doesn't apply in this case, the get should go away from Hashem. So how could there be, how could Hashem divorce us, so to speak? Get never leaves Hashem, so he never goes out of his rishus. Well, actually, the Gemara concludes that what does Hashem answer to the complaint that the Knesset Yisrael told to the Novi? So the Ebrister says, no. Show me the divorce document, this, the divorce safer that I sent to your mother. And the Ebrister says, no, I didn't really divorce you. So that's actually what Abish is saying. But it's not understood the previous statement of the Gemara, the argument of Knesset Yisrael. Why are they saying that Hashem divorced them? And the Gemara says that that's a convincing, it's a Shuvan Itzachas, it's a good answer. How could it be possibly? So, how do we answer this question? So the question is answered because the beginning of the Mesechte Gitin, as we say, that the Gitin that take place below come from the Girushim of above, is we're saying, Hamevi Get Mimedina Sayam. The Get comes from overseas. Since the husband, HaKadosh Baruch is finds himself overseas, you're bringing, the Get is coming from overseas, which means... It's as if HaKadosh Baruch so to speak, it says in the Zayar, has gone higher and higher. He's removed himself. And Hashem is not present in an open way. That's why it applies the idea of divorce. As it relates to the Knesset Yisrael. And that's why there can be a real divorce between a man and a husband too. So basically... How is there a divorce? The divorce is because Hashem sort of removed himself from this world and in an open way he's not here. But yet, since that this whole idea that the husband went overseas is only in a revealed way, but hidden, we say, Hashem says, I, Hashem inside, when Hashem hides his face and Golos, you don't see Hashem in front of you, also in the hiding, in the haster, aster, it says, v'anoichi haster, aster. That we have anoichi, you have Hashem there. So therefore, in an inner way, it's not really a divorce. And that's why Hashem says, Eza Sefer Christus, it's not really a Christus. Why is Hashem left Elo Elo? Why did Hashem go away in Sayam? Why did He leave us? So this is all matters that take place above. Everything depends on what the Yidin do. And that means because the Yidin are in a situation that they're in Medina Sayyam, because we are overseas, so then Hashem goes overseas. What does it mean overseas? In very simple meaning. It means it's a place which is far from Eretz Yisrael. You're bringing again Medina far from Eretz Yisrael. And not only is it far and distant, but there is a very difficulty in, to come from there. Uh, 
Why is it so hard to come from there? It is because it's Medina Sayyam. It says the Mishnah gives you Medina Sayyam. What does it mean, Medina Sayyam? There is an ocean that interrupts. An ocean people cannot pass on their own, with their own strength. And even through the intervention of an animal. And in order that the person that is overseas, that he should be able to come to Eretz Yisrael, he must have a boat or similar to that. What does this mean spiritually? The idea of Eretz Yisrael, what does it mean when a person is in Eretz Yisrael? That means, Eretz Yisrael means a land of desire of Hashem. As the Medrash says, why is it called Eretz? Is because she ran and she wants to do the wishes of the Eberster. That's Eretz, what does it mean, Eretz Yisrael by you? The part in you that wants to do what Hashem wants, that would be Eretz Yisrael. But when a person is distant from that wanting, from that Eretz Yisrael, from the Ratzon, and the distance is in such a way that with his own power, in other words, the Medaber Sheba Odom, it's the highest level of the person, the, within the person, his intellect. He's not able to reach that will. He can't get there. And not only that he cannot reach it with the power of his intellect, which would be the human specialty that he has a mind, but he can't even reach there with the, his emotions, which is the, considered the that's the living and the growing within the person. Can't read it because his intellect and his emotions are so far through the ocean of the other side. In other words, there's an ocean of the other side of the Umazah that is in there and interrupting, and he can't reach to his Ratzin, to his real Ratzin. So the person is in Medina Sayyam, he's overseas, he's on the other side of the sea. So, Everything we know, as the Mishnah says, that whatever happens above comes from you. So if you are in Medina Sayyam, and you are far away from the Ebishter, so you are causing also above that that the Ebishter is going away to Medina Sayyam. If you find yourself in Medina Sayyam, you find yourself so far away from doing the Shabbat of Hashem, then you cause Hashem to go far away. So that's why the Masech Gitin begins with Hamevi Get Medina Sayyam. Brings a get from overseas because the whole possibility and reason for the whole idea of a divorce, which is above, which again, that brings about divorce here, is the fact that the Ebishter is Medina Sayyam. Maybe Get Medina Sayyam. He's a Medina Sayyam. It's far away. So, one can think, since the husband is overseas, that allows that the divorce should go out of his domain. So how could the, we said before, how does the get go from Hashem to the Yidden? Because Hashem is not here, so to speak, in a revealed way. Because Hashem is in Medina Sayyam. And therefore, the Eivishtet from Medina Sayyam, and you're not there, you can get a divorce. So maybe the Yidin actually got divorced. God forbid from Hashem. So that's why the Mishnah says that the Shaliyah that brings the get Medina Sayyam, he needs to say before Nain Nichtav 
He has to say, before me, I saw it written and I saw it signed. What does it mean? But he's basically saying that he's not giving the divorce. I saw the husband write it. And I've been sent by the husband. What does this mean? I've been sent by the husband. That means, who is the one that ended up sending us into Golos? Who is the one that sent us into exile? It was all the nations of the world, the Goyim, right? But that means that the nations of the world and the kings and the officers, they, they, that in a revealed way, they are the one that chased the Yidin into Golos. And also later on, when we were in Golos, they are not really the ones that are giving the get. They're the shluchim. They are shluchim of the Ebershter. They know, even though they may not know it on the revealed level, but their officers, who is every king or every nation has their officers, they know that they don't have any rights. They don't have any ownership over a yid. And they're only agents through which Hashem chases the Yidin into Golos. Hashem chases us away through Golos, through, through these nations. But it's not, the Shaliach is not the, doing the divorce. The Shaliach, it's Hashem sending it. So, in that case, so that's what we're saying, so in that case, so it turns out that the Get never left Hashem's domain. And therefore it's not a get, so it's truly not a get. Why? Because it's still, it's still from Hashem. Hashem is still here. Because you're saying that it's not that Hashem left us and the Goyim can do with us what they want. No, but they're just agents of Hashem. So that means that it's Hashem doing it. If Hashem is doing it, it means Hashem is still here. If Hashem is still here, He can't give us a get because it has to go out to another domain. Okay, so what does the Rebbe want with this Sikh over here? The Rebbe wants to show on the spiritual level, really, that even at the time that Yidin are estranged from the Eberster, which means even during the time of Golos, even during the time of a get, of a separation, a get itself is really not the all what we have. We also have a relationship. At the end of the day, the Ebrister said says, Eze get What kind of a get did I send to your mother? Which means the Ebrister did not really give a get. So did the Ebrister give a get or didn't he give a get? So the answer is, on an external level, yes, he gave us a get. How is it explained? Because the Mishnah says, get Which means that the Eberster, so to speak, is in Medina Sayam. He is overseas. What does it mean the Eberster is overseas? It means that he's far away from us. Why do we need the Eberster to be far away in order to give a get? The Rebbe explained it with a halacha, uh, with a halacha that it says that the husband needs to give the get and it has to leave his rishos and it has to go into the rishos of the wife 
into her domain. Now, how could the Abishter conceivably give a get at the spiritual level that means that it has to leave the Abishter's domain and it has to go into the Jewish domain? But if the Abishter is everywhere, how is it going to go out from Hashem's domain into the, into the Yid's domain? How is, it, how is that going to happen? Because the Abishter is everywhere. So you have to say that it's Kaviyochol, that it's so to speak, that the Abishter also left that Abishter went le'elo le'elo, and that's how come there is a get. So we're basically saying, maybe get is memedina sayam. The reason why there is a get. Now, of course, the Rebbe says all the gitten that take place physically in this world are a result, and there is a uh, influence by the major get. There is a get between the Abishter and the Jewish people. So there is also a get between personal man and his. And his wife, that's a result from the get that the Abishter has with the people. But the Rebbe wants to say that really the Abishter's get is not really, and that's why the Rebbe brought down all these various different places to show that the get is connected to unity as well. Whether it's the writing of the get in the Parsha, it's of the get in the Mishnah, there's always a connection. Now, the Rebbe, of course, is not trying to say here that a regular get, because, of course, that, that point is very well, has to be fakert, there could be no connection. Then uh, if there still remained a connection, the other husband would not be able, the new husband cannot live with her if she still has a connection with the first husband. We're, we're not, but this is only a metaphor. The Rebbe's explanation works in the metaphor when we talk about Lamailo between our relationship with Hashem. That the Abishter says that, you know what, I'm far away from you, I sent you a get. But that's only externally, on the external level, you got to get. Because why? Because you caused me basically to be, you caused me to be far away. What does it mean? Because when a Yid is far away from Eretz Yisrael, what does it mean metaphorically? Eretz Yisrael is the connection to Hashem, that's the Rotsin, Eretz, Rotsin, is the connection to Hashem. And because we behave in a way that we're so far, and we're in Medina Sayyam, when we say that we're far from the Abishta, we're far from Eretz Yisrael, and when we say Medina Sayyam overseas, that's a metaphor for something which is really far, that you can't even get there with a horse, with a, with a balchai, with a donkey, you have to go with a boat. That, that represents a person is very far. So when we're so far from Hashem, then Hashem gives us a get. Then Hashem is far from us. So that's the metaphor. And that's why he's hinting it. He says, a baby get Medina Sayyam. And the end of the Brisha says, Lo ye gotta show them. So the Mishnah. So we know that the end of Gitten. We know that this is not really the, the situation. So what does the what does the Mishnah say? What is the rule? So you're bringing a get. In other words, there's a separation. A separation from the Yid with Hashem. The Yid first separates from Hashem. Hashem sort of separates from him, makes a get. But here we're saying, if you bring a get with Dinas the Shaliyah needs to say before Nechta, before Nechta, that it's before me. That who wrote the get? That's Hashem writes the get, which means. All the agents of Hashem, the Golos, the Goyim, 
the people that has actually sent us into Golos. And this, what, what is the divorce? How is the re- divorce represented now? Is the fact that we're in Golos and we're no longer at the Abish's table. We're not, they don't have the base Amigdosh. We're not in Eretz Yisrael. We don't, or not in Eretz Yisrael with a base Amigdosh. So we're in Golos. We're divorced from Hashem. But the Abishter says that in the divorce we say clearly, which means that it's me. It's not the forces that cause you exile. It's not the forces that cause you exile that are in Golos. It is actually the Abishter wrote this get. And so then it means that the Abishter is still here. It's not, he didn't really leave us because he wrote the get. So it means he's here. So if we're again, again in the presence of Hashem, so then there's no get. So there's no get, there's no valid get because that means Hashem is here. So it means it's not going out from his domain. So we're not divorced. So basically there's two, uh, two parts to it. On the external level is we are uh, divorced from the Ebishter. In Golos, we're divorced from the Ebishter. But yet, we have to understand that even while we're there, that is, in there, there is still the Ebishter, there is still the Befonai Nichtav, so there is still the Ebishter is there, uh, so, while we cause the Ebishter to go away, but that's only on an external level, but it's not at a inner level. So, explains now, the Rebbe goes on in Oishches to explain that in order to understand the two uh, aspects about this divorce of Knesset Yisrael. So we're saying, in a revealed way, it is that it is a woman that we're divorced. We're divorced from Hashem. But in an inner way, we say, no, Ebishter did not give us a divorce. So, in order to understand it better, we need to first explain a main aspect of the Kiddushin between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Knesset Yisrael. So, what is the halacha by Kiddushin? Who is the one that gives the Kiddushin? The Kiddushin need to come from the man. Uh, if a person, if a woman would say, she would give the money to her husband, she would give a ring to her husband, right? And she'd say, I become betrothed to you, she's not Bukadoshis. So, who is the one that does it? It's the Husband gives the Kiddushin to the wife. But on the other hand, she must agree to the Kiddushin. And you cannot force a woman to become a Kudeshes to the betrothal. And this is actually what happened with the Kiddushin from Hashem with the Jewish people during the Matan Torah. That before that, before Hashem was Mekadesh, the Yidin had to Accept it. How did Hashem get the Yidin to accept and want to be Mekodesh's to Hashem? It says, Kofa Aleim Har Hashem took the mountain and put it over their head like a, uh, like a bucket, like a big gigis, 
And he told them they were going to die if they weren't going to accept the Torah. But what does it mean? The Hasidus explains, what does it mean? That the Abishter revealed his deep love for the Yid. Ahavti Eschem Omer Hashem. Why did Hashem, that mountain is a mountain of love that Hashem showed them. Through that love, he aroused the love to Hashem. And that brought about that acceptance, the bit, the subjugation of Agdomas, Nasal, and Ishma. They agreed we will do, and then we will listen. Which means the Yidden agreed to become betrothed to Hashem. So, one can argue this arousal, where did the love come? Where did the subjugation by Knesset Yisroh, by the Jewish people, that came because Hashem, it's not from them. It came a revelation from above. It's not on their own. They didn't choose to agree to Hashem. Hashem had to put them out and give them that love in order for them to love Hashem. But that's not a problem. Why? Because after Hashem gave them that great love, it is a love which was implanted by them. They are the ones that said, yes, Hashem helped them to get that love, but that was their love. And that became the real uh, metzias, the real existence, the real being of a Yid. Every Jew, every Jew as the Rambam rules, whether he is on a very low, degraded level, in a very low level. And when we talk about a low level, we're not only talking about that he doesn't, his uh, godly soul is not revealed functioning, but he has all the negative in his Yetzir Hore and Nafshab Hamis, they're all functioning fully. But yet the Rambam rules, he wants to do all the mitzvahs and he wants to stay away from Avedis. So, why is he in such a low level? The only thing is that this will is hidden. So in order to bring out openly that will, you have to force him. The Rambam says sometimes you force a person to give a get, even though the get has to come willingly from the husband, but will force him to give it because when he says, I want to, he really wants to because deep inside, every Yid wants to do what the Ebishter wants. So, just like we say that we really want Hashem, that this is the essence, is the DNA, is what the essence of a Yid, which is on a higher level than the revealed level. Revealed level, he can be an Avera, he can do Averis, he can do his Nefshabam Yitzhara, but deep inside, he has the will to Hashem, which is higher, doesn't come out in the open sometimes. But it's always there, it's always whole. Even at the time when openly he doesn't want to do what Hashem wants, because the Yetzirah wins the battle, so he doesn't do what Hashem wants, but deep inside he still wants to do what Hashem wants. Same thing as Kabayoko, so to speak, is the love of Hashem to the Yid. That that is connected with the essence, so to speak, of Hashem. And therefore, even in the time when it doesn't shine openly, uh, 
to, to the extent that it's Hashem divorced us, so to speak, but Hashem still is with us. That's why we say, what kind of a divorce is there? Because there is still Hashem there. It's only that at that time when the love is hidden, so in the revealed, from the prospect of the revealed levels, we refer to this as an Isho Shagir Shabailo, as a woman that has been divorced by her husband. We've been divorced. But when you reveal that essence of love through, which Hashem says, you know, I will be your king. So then you don't need to make a new Kiddushin. You don't have to make something new, a betrothed again. But the divorce never were valid to begin with. Eidah Sefikris wasn't really a divorce because deep down we were never really divorced from Hashem. Which is also what the Gemara says that uh, when Hashem says when the Eden returned to him, so we know there is a din that after you divorce your wife and then she goes and gets married to somebody else, you're not allowed to marry her again. So the question becomes, the Yidin were divorced by Hashem on the revealed level, right? And then they went and married whom did they marry? All the Gashmis, all the Avedizores, all the negative things they got involved with. So they married. So how could Hashem take them back when it says, The husband, the first husband cannot bring back the, 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 the wife after the divorce. But, that tshuva is great that it can even push away a prohibition of the Torah. What does that mean? When we, from the aspect of tshuva, which is even higher than the Torah, which means it's not the revealed level. So then we see openly that there was never a divorce in the first place. So it's not like Hashem is going to go ahead and marry us again, but Hashem says, I never divorced you. Because that divorce was only a superficial. So we were never divorced, so therefore it doesn't have to be. So there's no prohibition against marrying us again. We're just coming back because we, in essence, we were never divorced. said before that there is that there is going to say not, not only do we still have that connection while we're in Golos because here we're saying okay during let's separate the two things during the time of Golos we're divorced and when the Ebershta takes us back then we'll show that we're not really divorced because we, we reveal that deeper level of love, and Bemele, there was never, Aza Sefer Christus, there was never really a divorce in the first place. Okay. So let's separate the period of time. So during Golos, we're divorced. When Mashiach will come, then we'll be married again to Hashem. The answer is no. Even in time. The Rebbe says like this, the Rotzin from Hashem to the Yidin, and from the Yidin to Hashem, is also during the time of Golos. When externally, in a revealed way, it's a time that a woman who's divorced by her husband, because the rotsen, the will, 
is something which is connected with the essence of Hashem and with the essence of a Yid. And in the essence, there is no change. So we can't say that during Golos there's a change. Hashem still loves us in essence, and we love Hashem with our essence. So that's why it's understood that the divorce that we're talking about during the time of Golos, that not only are they just external and not inner, but it's even more than that. It's deeper than that. Through the fact that also during the time of Golos, Hashem is not happy from the divorce. Even though, because we say, Hamizbeach, all of the Moist. The Mizbeach sheds tears for that divorce. The divorce meaning for the, our divorce from Hashem. And to the extent that Hashem says, Sonui Hamishaleach, the Gemara there says that the one who sends away is hated. It's not good. So that reveals the connection from Hashem with Yidin much more than it was before the divorce. So now we see our connection because before one can think that the connection between us is only something which hinges on a matter. Maybe we thought we're connected to the Ebeshter because we do Torah mitzvahs. But during the time of Golus, what is, comes out revealed that in addition to Torah mitzvahs, mainly there is an Ava which doesn't hinge on anything which can never cease. We see that this is an essence of a connection from Yidu HaKadosh Baruch And that's why the conclusion and the end of Masech Tegitin, which everything goes by the end, is bringing down She, the divorced, she is your colleague. She is the wife with your covenant, which means it's still because the inner idea of a get above is to express actually through the divorce that it's not really a divorce, that she's still Asha's Brisecha. Of course, this doesn't apply in the, in the literal get. We're talking about the get between us and Hashem. That we're still part of Asha's Brisecha. We are still a covenant with Hashem. That covenant is something which is a tying of the essence. The essence is connected the yid with the Kodesh Baruch. And this also explains why a get needs to be one sefer. And not two or three svarim. You can't have one, one parchment. But this is even a greater unity than the unity of a sefer Torah, as mentioned earlier, because this unity which came out openly from Atan Torah since that that introduction of Nasal and Nishma that by Yidin got it that came because of the Hashem brought about that arousal of love and it wasn't they came themselves it came from Hashem so therefore, it didn't really capture. It didn't take their whole essence. And therefore, it's not the essence of above. It was a level of love that they got from above, and it became theirs. But it's not their essence. And since it's not 
something which is essence, there is changes. So therefore, a Sefer Torah also has various different uh, sheets and parchments that are separated. But in the time of Golus, when we don't see godliness openly from a Yid, and Yidin are in a situation of Medina Sayyam, there is an ocean that interrupts between them and Eretz Yisrael, and yet the Yidin fulfilled the mitzvahs by accepting the yoke with Mesiris Nefesh, because that godliness is their essence of their being, that brings about, the that expresses the true unity of Hashem with Yidin, that it's not separated, it's Sefer Echad, it's really one book. We and Hashem are one the back. So in the get, we actually see that level of unity. I mean, a little bit, it's hard to a little bit understand this, is because this, this marshal doesn't really apply so much in the literal get. You know, I mean, over there it has to be Curtis Beinol Beinol, as the Rebbe wrote down in the beginning. So, the Rebbe concludes that like this. What is the intention that also that unity of Yidn with Hashem, as this is higher than any form, any tzir, any expression, but it should come down openly. We want that essence to come down in a revealed way. So therefore, the order of the Meseches is that after Gitin, we learned the tractate Kiddushin. Gitin, then comes Kiddushin. So Meseches Gitin, even though the end, the conclusion is, as we said, that she is your friend, wife of your covenant, which means we're still connected with Hashem. However, that covenant is in such a way that on externally and a revealed level, she betrayed him. He divorces her because she betrayed him. And therefore, we come following this immediately, Meseches Kiddushin. Over there, we are renewing again, Ho'isha Niknes Lebailo, that she's again acquired through her husband in a, such a way from an essence connection because that's a Kiddushin that comes after the divorce and after Tshuva. So therefore, you have both advantages. It's an essence connection, which was revealed by the Girushin, and it is, shines openly because there is openly a Kiddushin, there is a connection. And this is also the connection from the portion of Girushin to the concept of comfort. And that's why it's written in the Parshas Kiseitze, which is always read in the seven weeks of comfort. First of all, is the ruling. Uh, the Pasuk teaches us what is the inner idea of Golus and Girushim. What does it mean to be in exile? What is it Girushim? That that's not really something that is separates, God forbid, but it is a safer Christus. It's a safer Christus. That meaning that in an inner way, this cutting has something which is a safer, it's a Torah, and it even has an advantage which is greater than Torah. This is a safer Echel. 
So what is the complaint that you didn't complain, but in an open way, we see that we were still we've been sent away from our home. Abishah sent us away from Eretz Yisrael. So that Pasuk tells us immediately, she goes out, but she will be, that after, soon after she leaves, there comes Vahoyso, she will become back, the Kiddushin, that followed the Girushin. So then, when you will have that, not just a connection like it was before the Golos, but it will come that openly that it's a Sefer Echad, it's one book, in the Geula Hamitiz Vashleimah through Mashiach Tzidkeinu, this is from the Sikha of Chof Menachemov Tovshin Yutes.